Here it is. It's Friday today, so we're back here on the Big Nasty Show on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Now, uh, this is a uh, this is a sports-minded station, but uh, we're going to talk we're going to talk about some other things today. We don't normally do that. We're going to talk uh, we're going to talk a little bit of we're going to talk a little bit of riot. We're talking a little bit of crazy people. We're talking explosions. We're talking gun shootings and all these things. Uh, DJ Yates, how you doing, buddy? How was your week so far? Pretty good. How about yours? Oh, I can't. I can't complain. Uh, we're sitting here with Mr. Pyle. Is going to sit in with us and talk to us a little bit today. Uh, before we get into all of that, I want to start the show with a positive note because I do not. I loathe starting the show on a negative note. So we're going to get to the Massachusetts bombings and theatrics and stuff of the afternoon and last evening. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you about this. This last. This is kind of a last time offer, wouldn't you say? I think it's safe to say this is. We're getting close to last time offer. Yeah, there can't be many of them left. There, it's impossible there would be many of these left. But what this, what we're talking about here is this is the uh, 2013 Sports Buzz Tour Card. It's it's brought to you by Play It Against Sports on at 4138 Outer Loop in Louisville. Here, this card. If you purchase this card. It gives you six golf courses. That's right, six of them. Uh, at, at these uh, these uh, esteemed courses in this area. It's $125, and that gets you six rounds of golf plus a cart. Uh, Mr. Powell, tell me about which carts are going to be coming on, out, off on this one here. Well, we have uh, Heritage Hill, uh, Glen Mary, Woodhaven Country Club, the Jeffersonville Elks Lodge and Country Club, Glen Oaks, and Polo Fields. It's a sweet deal. I'm telling you, it's more than a sweet deal. In fact, I, I, I looked on the desk earlier, and I thought there was a handful, at best, there was a handful of these cards left on the, on the desk back there. So um, we've got, we got an interesting show today. We, uh, we're going to bring some music into the mix today. We've got the, the Whiskey Riders are going to stop by uh, for the second hour, and we're going to play a few songs and talk to them. And uh, I don't know if you've, uh, Mr., have you heard of this uh, Whiskey Riders band that I've had coming in here? This is a local I have band. not, but I do like the name. I'll so tell you what. Hopefully they, uh, a, and I like whiskey. How about you? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, uh, you were you were out gallivanting this week, weren't you? On, up in Cincinnati for a bit, huh? Yeah, little little, little downtime in Cincinnati. We'll we'll leave it at that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, first of all, we've got uh, before we get into the Boston bit, which we are going to talk about. Like I said, this is a sports-minded show, but we do have to give our thoughts out to some of the some of the antics of the last few days. So we're going to talk about a little bit about that. We've got some Major League Baseball to talk about today. We've got uh, the weather has gotten strange on us this evening and. Last evening and into today. Uh, today I needed a jacket to come to work, and the rest of the week I've been in shorts. So what was rather like I'm sitting in Cincinnati? Say that's some the rain same, to, same, it, yeah. quite, yeah, quite it, human. It's, and yeah, I was in shorts all week myself. Oh, I'm telling you, but but uh, as as uh, my my engineer DJ Yates and I were just talking about we, the last day and a half, it's been tough to not be glued to the TV with all these. Uh, Turkish antics, as we will will put them so, but but we'll get to that in just one second. We got Major League Baseball to talk about today. Uh, golf, they're 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 sort of hungover from the Masters, but they are down in Harbor Links, which is in Hilton Hedge, South Carolina. They're going to be we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. We've got some uh, major uh, the uh, NBA is actually getting ready to go into the playoff season. It's going to they're, they're pretty much wrapped up. I've got the standings and the who's in, who's out, and who they're going to be playing, all that stuff. We're going to talk about that. We've got lots of moment with gods today, lots of them. Lots of stuff going on in this this country. We have to we have to encourage our viewers to uh, both keep their heads up 
And if they want to talk about it, they want to call us on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line. You can call in here at 384-1450. That's this program or any other program. And the phone lines on this show are always open. Uh, The question is, DJ Yates, are the the, um, request lines open today? Um, I mean, people are welcome to request songs. I I do have a... A slate of music already lined uh, up. We have some music slated, so let's see if you can stump. Uh, if, the, if theirs is better, I'll, I'll bump mine. Okay, so so we work on a we work on a bump system around here with the request line. So uh, anyway, that, that request line three eight four fourteen fifty. That's the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz line. Uh, you can get that at five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. So um, we've also got what else we got to talk about? Pat Summerall. We've got a Matt Mumble God. We got to talk a little bit about him. Pat Summerall is one of the best ever. Uh, he's uh, he's injured so. He's injured in a bad way, if you if you would. So, um, let's 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 jump right into it. Um, I'm gonna let uh, DJ. I want you to sort of fill me in. We were talking a little bit about it. I had to work last evening, so I didn't get a chance to see all this. And uh, Mr. Pyle, you haven't seen the extent of it either. So uh, apparently, the two. This is where I picked it up last night when I went to bed. Last night, the two suspects were still at large. These uh, I I can't pronounce the name, so I'm not even gonna try. Uh, but the, the two brothers, they, they found out they're brothers. Well, last evening, as I went to bed, I didn't realize that the, the theatrics had, had begun. These guys got a little desperate. So, DJ Yates, if you would, please, give me kind of a chronologically, to the best of your ability, what ha- shook down from last night when they were just at large till now, to where we're at now. So, kind of a r- rundown. Well, I, I was kind of in the same boat as you were. You know, when I went to bed last night, I didn't, didn't, have any, didn't know any of this went on, but got up this morning and tried to catch up. Apparently, the the two suspects uh, from the bombing for, at some point last night went to a 7-Eleven, held up to 7-Eleven. From there, they went to... Do you think that was an act of desperation? Probably. I mean, based on the way it sounds, yeah. When the uh, pictures start to surface, they were... Yeah, I'm, I can't imagine what that would be like. for an, and The older one was 27, correct? 27? Uh, I think 26, maybe. The deceased is I think 26. 26. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, so uh, continue young, on, sir. The younger is 19. Yes. Uh, from there, they went to the MIT campus and for no apparent reason shot and killed an MIT security officer. Massachusetts as, Institute of Technology, for those of you that are not following along. Yeah, as, as he sat in his car. From there, they carjacked a Mercedes SUV. So let me get this straight, not to interrupt you. They went to MIT and opened up the door and just gacked this guy. Just, Apparently, phew, man, that's a bad day there, buddy. That's a bad day. Imagine sitting in your car and <laughs> I mean, this is a, a security guards probably paid ten bucks an hour or whatever they make. It's, it's Boston's probably a little more than that, but here you here you are. You open up the door and you've got these mad Turkish men just late let lead coming your way. Can you uh, imagine? I mean, it, I, I don't want to disparage anybody from Turkey because that's not where they're from. Okay, they, <laughs> they're of, <laughs> the, yes. What was the name of the? The lineage well, that were there. They're, they're apparently they're Chechen. From, Chechen. That's yeah. what the uncle was going on about. He said, "This is not uh, the act." They weren't Chechen, actually Chechen. born there. They were born. The younger one was born in Kyrgyzstan, and the older one, I, I'm not sure exactly where he was born. There. I would commission they, you to tell me the difference between <laughs> a lot of these nations in terms of it's a it's right. kind of a it's like a mixed bag, if you would. Right. It's, it's yeah. a mixed bag. So. So so they after. Killing the security officer, they carjack a Mercedes SUV, and at some point, while they still have the driver of the SUV in their custody, they they tell him that they're the bombers. They're the Boston Marathon bombers. 
So they so they dropped they dropped it. I think they they took his his credit cards and any any cash that he had, and eventually they kicked him out. And then a, a chase ensued in now, Watertown, Massachusetts. Now, prior to the chase, though, they kicked him out. So he's he's alive and well, that yes, is what you're telling yes. me. So, they, they didn't harm him. So what I'm thinking is they did all of this because they knew that, that, that the authorities were on to him, more than likely. And they were really just freaking out, and they needed to get out of town. They were trying and to. And they were trying to scrounge all this cash, and then they still, you know, a vehicle to— what do you think? I mean, were they were yeah, they trying I think, to go? I think that's the speculation. Is once their pictures were released, I think they started to panic and they realized they needed to do something. That's uncra- That's unbelievable. But at least they had good taste of vehicles when they did hijack a vehicle. That's a Mercedes SUV we're talking about. It's, it's not a, this is not a so, Chevette yeah. or a uh, this is not an Escort. <laughs> but so okay, so uh, start, pardon my rude interruption there. But they uh, so they they kick him out of the car. He he he. Has some injuries or no? Did he? Uh, that I'm not sure of. But he's not dead. He's he's still living. As far as to, I know, to tell yeah. the story. So then they move on from there. So so, so, from, so from there, a, a chase ensues. The police have been notified, and a, a chase ensues into Watertown, Massachusetts, which is I'm not sure exactly how far, but it's it's a suburb of Boston. I think it's forty. I think they said it was forty minutes, for, thirty five or forty minutes away. Looking from, at the map, it looked about that's that looks about right. Right. So uh, at at some point on a street in Watertown, a a shootout occurs now these two let me let me let me let me set the table here so these two the the accused if you would are they're they're in the suv by themselves at this point correct as far as i know yeah. they kick him out he rolls around the street they they stole his money and his wallets and credit cards they just gacked the guy at the M- at mit they just bombed a bunch of kids and so now they're rolling on their own we got an update on back there uh, not that I can tell. Okay, uh, so they're rolling, and so somewhere along the line, they got to call in the the guy got out of his car, got kicked out of the car. Apparently, called the police or whatever, and they got hot to where they were at. So now they're now they're these two crazies are are in the car. Danger. This is the most dangerous a man can be, or two men can be. When you're in this position, this is the most desperate and dangerous a man can be. And so then the cops pursue and pick up the chase, right? Right. Okay. And apparently, as the chase was going on, the 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 two suspects were throwing explosives. Wow. Makeshift kind of home homebrew homebrew home or something like that which, out of the car. The irony is, and we'll talk about this a little later in the show with the Texas. Uh, the irony is, is that the explosive nature of the Texas bombings was what was used in some of the previous bombings attempts. So it makes me wonder if there had any, if there was any fertilizer used in the, or chemicals used in the same for their little pipe bombs that they were throwing out the window. I just you know, random thought there. So. so yeah, so at some point a shootout occurs in Watertown. And this is this is a rural. This is a rural. I saw pictures of it. It's a very rural area. It's a you know it's kind of an up upscale kind of a area. Small town. A small town feel. Yeah. yeah. So so the, so the, did they did they stop them? Did they head them off to where they had to get out of the? That that I'm not clear on. Okay. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Um, but the yeah the shootout occurs. The older suspect, the older brother, at some point throws what appears to be another pressure cooker bomb, which is what they used. In the, in the initial bombings at the marathon, right, and pressure cooker bombs. This is a timed bomb. So are, are these are homemade, I assume. Yeah, they're all homemade. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The ones, the ones that they used at the marathon were, I think they've determined that they had some sort of a remote, trigger a remote to trigger them, and and they were consistent of shrapnel and lots of flotsam and jetsam, right? Explosives. Now, stuff. do they mostly have explosives, like homemade bombs, or I mean, what kind they, of weapons were they using? As far as like, I mean, automatic weapons, just just handguns. What, I, what? I would assume they had some handguns. I don't know what type. I haven't seen that. I'm sure there were some subs in there as well. 
um, submachine gun. So, are from a stand country. The, the, the bomb they that they, those automatic weapons. The bomb that they apparently threw at this point, they the a witness says that he saw them light it. So they lit this. Oh, bomb so it was an, oh, wow. an ignited explosive. Um, I, I don't know. It, it obviously didn't do the type of damage that the the marathon bombs did. I right. don't think. Um, Maybe some. Cop- then, then at some point, the older brother ran toward the police, and the witness. The witness account just says that he he went down. So the witness he doesn't was, know if he was shot or tackled or what. The witness, from what I understand, was up in an apartment he, he overlooking. Was, he was in a, yeah, like a second floor apartment overlooking all this that's going on. How's your day going? Because if you're if you're anywhere up in that area, obviously it's it's a national story. But if you're in that area, obviously all points are focused on that. And you're upstairs and you hear this little you hear a little tire squeal outside, maybe a you know a, a shot or two. It's like wow, and you look out and this is. Right in front of you, you're in, down from your balcony, you have these ki- these guys that the whole country, you know, the whole country trying to put a face on these guys. So, so he he's he sees all this, and I had heard that he was strapped. the The older assailant was strapped with with a bomb yeah, or something, an explosive. It, it appears as if he did have explosives strapped to his person. Boy, they they like the explosives there. So now, did, was there any story whether the two lived together? Did these two live together? As far as I know, yeah, I think they did. At one point today, they did go to where these guys lived and searched their house and spoke to people that lived there with them. But I don't think they think, I don't think they believe that the people that lived there had any involvement. No, no. Well, there there was a suggestion because they found a couple other bombs or another bomb on the site that did not ignite. That there was a suggestion that there could have been another accomplice. Am I right about that? Or they that that has been mentioned. I don't know. Like I say, I don't. I don't know exactly everything that's confirmed at this point, but they did they did mention that a, a an explosive device was found sometime this morning that was not detonated, and I think they at some point did a controlled detonation of that. Um, so they think there's a possible third person that that may be or, or more that may be out there. They're they're not sure, but they so do do they believe of what they know so far? Uh, do they think that this was like planned out by some maybe higher power? Uh, from where they're from, or do you think these are just literally individual. just individual nuts that just have some kind of emotional? I don't think anybody even displacement really knows going yet. on or whatnot. And different, you know, the different media outlets have speculated that's what, I, what it could be, but nobody, yeah, nobody knows for sure, and we probably won't know unless they're able to apprehend this man without alive. without shooting him. Yeah. Well, and that's not going to happen. You got to understand, this is a 19 year old kid. You know, I, I can remember the fear that I had when I would stay out after my curfew. <laughs> you know, this is a little bit bigger than this. So, uh, but we, we've got to get to our we got to get to our first break here on fourteen fifty the sports buzz. Uh, we'll talk about this Boston massacre uh, debacle when we come back from the break here on fourteen fifty the sports buzz and fourteen fifty the sports buzz dot com. Show on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450TheSportsBuzz.com. Perfect choice on the wagon wheel. 
for for we're talking we're talking Boston Mar- Mar- uh, massacre, whatever. The nice thing about things like this is usually once once there's some sort of resolve to these things, it seems to bring people through and come out the other side as better individuals and more family oriented. People appreciate the little things. We live in a world where technology sort of makes it real easy to forget, like your family, your loved ones, and how simple life can be. And when you see things like this, and, and you have death, and you have carnage, and all this stuff, it's it makes you sort of breathe in and appreciate what you really got. Because for the most part, it's not too bad. You agree? Yeah, I agree. So, <clears throat> I do. I mean, I get. I guess what what. It's, you know, it's like one of the, you know, how could, how could somebody, you know, do something like this for one? I mean, how could they bring themselves to do something what goes you know, on so, in the so mind. corrupt and, you know, all that. But also, I mean, you, 99.9% chance you're going to get caught. Especially you nowadays. Know? Yeah. We were talking and, about and with the social media and the internet phones and the, it's, you know, having a phone. sick mind's one thing and then, right. but going through it and then, you know, you you know you're gonna face those those repercussions, and yeah. I mean, what you know, you just. I'm of just, the belief that a lot of times these these cats actually, in a strange way, sort of want to get caught. This is their this is their hail going out in a, in a blaze of glory. Yeah, this is their you know where they are of yeah. what was the descent, DJ? What was the descent? I, I we were talking. It's not Turkish. I falsely accuse them of being Turkish. Chechen. Chechen. Which before this occurrence, did you know anything about Chechen or would it be Chechens? I Chechnya may have it heard would, the it would, word it a, a couple times in my life. Right, so not, you've heard not, it in passing, but you you know not familiar. But now everybody whatsoever. everybody will know that, and I think that's part of the mentality that goes into something like this. You know, you, you do that something like you know you do something like this. Um, you know, and I think in the long run, like I said, the good news about all this, if there is a silver lining to any of this type of thing, is it usually brings an area, it usually brings a community or a nation in some cases. Do you see, did you hear President Obama last night getting all fired up? You know, obviously there's a certain amount of Hollywood involved with that. You know, he's the president, he's got to Hollywood it up a little bit, but, you know, he did seem sincere, except for the fact that he was reading off the, the paper every, you know, but uh, you got him fired up. He says, come back to Boston next year. You know, we're going to do this right. This this marathon will go on. Bet on it. You know, he got he raised it up and stuff like that. And, you know, whatever side, wherever you're at with it all, you know, it's tough to not get emotional when when the American people or, or a nation sort of rallies together over something like this. So um, we have some more somber news to talk about. There's lots of stuff going on right now. So I think everybody has to kind of bear with us, bear with the society and bear with the nation because, you know, it's it's summer and. I don't know why people are getting feisty in the spring. Now's the time to start feeling good about yourself and start getting excited and, and, and all this stuff is going on. So, But we had to – I believe this – the Boston Marathon bombing was on Monday and then this Texas – have you heard about this Texas event? This is a, uh, this is a Texas fertilizer plant. That, uh, DJ, did you get a chance to see any of the video of those explosions? I actually did see the video of the explosion. It was Horrid. Quite unbelievable. Horrid. Did you see? Did you happen to see these images of these explosions? You know, I I didn't really, 
I didn't really grasp the, the the magnitude of the situation until I saw this video. And this, uh, especially the one with the guy and his girl, I don't know if, if either of you saw that one. Uh, he had his daughter in the car and he was filming it and it exploded. And, and the daughter's like, I can't hear. I can't hear. And she's like, we got to get out of here, daddy. And it's like it went black after the explosion. And it's just it's just disheartening to listen to. And it's like, uh, but this is another case, you know, this this uh, small community, the last I had heard it was 2,400 people were represented, the population of 2,400 people, three ambulances they had in this town. And the guy was being interviewed and he says, you know, we, we've got 100 people that need care or 200 people that need care and we've got three ambulances. What are we supposed to do? You know, and this was an overnight incident. It was late. I'm not exactly sure the exact time that it went down, but I believe the explosions were... The explosions were early evening, right just before dark, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Yeah. And then it, it, it resounded throughout the evening until it, and then it got it got rain the next day, which was fortunate. Yeah, I mean they they said that the impact was was like a small earthquake. Yeah, I think it was. Registered I mean it, like it, it was felt it was felt by dozens of miles away. Yeah, I I, th- I did see it was it was, it was two point two point one or yeah I don't wow. know. Um, so, but they've, they've been searching. They still, I don't know if you saw any of the images, but it literally, if you partic- if you actually, uh, could foresee and look and, and think of the hand of God, just taking and just like wiping out a whole house, a rows of houses and complex, just like a tornado yeah. would, or just like, you know, a hurricane would, um, it leveled houses and businesses. And, uh, they said something crazy. It, 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 uh, it expanded out six or seven, however many miles it went out, this explosion, it just and wiped out houses all the way around there. So, uh, it, and then the sun came up the next day, and and people were able to go out and and see uh, all the the devastation. Um, it's it's I I don't even I can't even imagine what that would be like to wake up in the morning and and your your house is gone, your house your your to- your your bathtub is over there, your toilet's there, um, if you need to relieve yourself, but everything else is gone. I mean, it's like, what do you do? Where do you start? <laughs> I mean, even if you have insurance, it's like, where do you start? I mean, just think about how many knickknacks you have stashed away at your house and all your little trinkets of, of the past and that, things like that. So that you know, make you kind of who you that are. Make you and who then you all, are. All of a sudden, those are just gone. They're and, gone. And again, you know, it, it comes back to the same way of thinking. Honestly, as horrible and as drastic as something of this event is, uh, it's you know it. It's going to change that community. You watch that community five years from now. That community will come back. It'll be the they'll, first of all. It'll increase the population of that area. More people will go there, and they'll be better than they ever were. They'll come through the other side, and they'll be better than they ever were. So, yeah. Uh, so, any uh, David, did you did you see the devastation from this as well? I know it's tough to pull away from. There's so many things going on right now. It's like which one do you focus in on? I did see pictures and, and video of the aftermath of that, and it's just—I mean, yeah, it's awful. It's wiped I mean, out it's, the it's vast too bad. Majority of that town. We don't have—we don't have any money, and it's too bad that we—if we did have some money, we could get it together and somehow help out. But um, I want to switch gears here because you know I don't really want to talk about somber stuff all day long. You know, I want, I want to talk about some uplifting things. So, uh, speaking of uplifting things, our, our associate, uh, uh, Mr. Yates, has been the proud recipient. Of some pretty pretty cool swag gear we got that we want to thank uh, our friends at uh, Saints Pizza and Pub 
on Breckenridge Lane. It's 131 Breckenridge Lane. You can give them a call at 891-8883. Saints Pizza and Pub's got a a brand new menu. they got a real nice banquet VIP room upstairs that you can book for private parties or whatever you have in mind. Uh, The new menu is fantastic. Chicken card on blue. Uh, I had had the spinach pizza when we were there. We did a live broadcast from there. Uh, And about a month ago, we started this whole uh, bracket challenge. And uh, I was in it. I was in the mix. Our associates, we had a couple of no, uh, people we didn't know were in the mix. We had Tyler, Tyler Bloyd from the Weekend Sports Guys was in the mix. And, of course, DJ Yates was in the mix. And it all came down to a very simple fact. If Louisville wins the national championship, then DJ Yates, David Yates, would in fact win the prize pack from the Saints Bracketology. And uh, today he got his goods, and uh, that will be out on the, the social medias later on today. We've, we've got uh, some documentation. But uh, you see that sweet – Sweet uh, refrigerator in there. That's a. We think there's about twelve cans of beer you can fit in there. That's that's about the good start. It's a good start, isn't it? Twelve cans of beer. Uh, yeah, I mean the only, the only thing that could have made it better is if it came pre-packed. <laughs> it's stocked, <beer>. stocked. Well, <laughs> that, right. you, I won't have a problem filling it. Up, I'm so. not sure you won't, but that was pretty sweet. I, we weren't sure what to make of it at first, and then it, it it's a it's got compartments, so just like a soda machine would, you pull one and there's another one in its spot. So, Is it only uh, for cans, or can you fit bottles in there as well? I, well, it looks like just cans I to me. I think it only fits cans. But oh, it, it, it actually okay. looks like a can. And then and what about that sweet Fender Monster guitar, man? Nice. That was pretty pretty balls, pretty ballsy. Uh, so anyway, DJ Yates was the recipient of that. Uh, congratulations to uh, DJ there. He, he won, he won uh, going away, considering that the the Louisville Cardinals actually won it all, so uh, congratulations to him. But, uh, again, that was brought to you by – that whole deal was brought to you by Saints and St. Saint Matthew. So stop by and see those guys and uh, keep it local with those guys there. So um, what we're going to talk about now, we've got, we've got some uh, – the NBA is shaping up right now. We just want to run down that and tell you who's in for sure and uh, who may not be in. Uh, but they're down to the last game of the season, if I'm not mistaken – the last game this evening, or was it last evening? I think it was last night. Last night was the last game. So, uh, look, with all this Boston stuff that's been going on, I, my mind has been elsewhere. Actually, I have two two nights ago. Two nights Wednesday ago. Night, so, yeah. um, looks as you know, Miami is 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 a top dog in the Eastern Conference. New York is the closest to them, and literally twelve games behind. So, I mean, congratulations to Miami. They pretty much just. Uh, pissed on the rest of the league this year, if if you, if you can say it that way. Um, New, New York was right there behind them in the Eastern Conference. Philadelphia is is out outside looking in. Unfortunately, uh, Detroit, Toronto, Washington, Cleveland, Charlotte, and Orlando are gone. They're not making the playoffs this year. In in the East, just barely. Uh, Milwaukee, Boston, Atlanta. And then Chicago, Brooklyn, and then, of course, the top two, we had uh, New York and Miami. And Indiana. Indiana played good basketball this year, but Bacon Kelsey would be, uh, would be proud of that. So, um, And then we, uh, in the Western Conference, we have who some think is the – it sets up for an epic championship between the Heat and Oklahoma City. We'll see if that happens or not. DJ, is that, too, is that who you have picked in the, in the championship game? Uh, yeah, probably so. I think, I think they're, they're the two best teams. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough to beat either of them. Although I do think Denver is playing well, and I also think that the Knicks are playing well. But it's I don't know. I don't know that you can beat. I don't in a seven game series. I don't know that you can beat uh, either of those teams four times in a row. It's going to be a very difficult task. So, but uh, representing the Western Conference, we have Oklahoma City is the number one overall. San Antonio was only two games back behind them, which is which is interesting. Uh, San Antonio has got a bunch of old uh, seasoned veterans, but they're still there. They're still competing. Um, San Antonio, and then we have uh, Denver's right after them. 
L.A. Clippers made it in this year. Memphis, Golden State Warriors, L.A. Lakers are in in the seventh seed, which is interesting, or maybe not for some, but without Kobe, how far do the Lakers go this year? I mean, I guess if San Antonio, if they're if they're not healthy, and I think there's some speculation there. I mean, don't really know how healthy Ginobili and Parker are, but Manu Ginobili. I mean, I think I think if if San Antonio is maybe a little banged up, the, the Lakers have a chance to pull it out, but. It's going to be tough. I mean, I, if, and if they do win that series, I wouldn't see them going any further than that. Yeah, that's 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 about where I have it going to. I, I, the only, I, I think that I think that Denver, like I said, could make some noise in the Western Conference potentially. Um, and I think that New York and maybe the Pacers, if they get if if the Pacers get that kind of good mojo rolling, I think they could very easily take care of business in the in the Western Conference. So, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Take a long ball here a little bit. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Indiana in an upset win over Miami. I mean, you know, uh, I'd like Indiana to win. Just uh, your home just, home brand, you your know, home any, course anyway, you are. <laughs> right. So I'm going to take Indiana in an upset in a seven game upset against Miami. I mean, Miami be... played so well all year long, and there's this that that weird little mojo factor. Indiana hasn't been there in a long time. I'm sure, I'm sure if Bacon's listening right now, he's uh, yes. he's, he's, he's smiling probably, and he's, nodding. He's probably touching himself. Who are you kidding? He's, <laughs> if, 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 if that's even feasible anymore. I'd, I'd rather not think about that. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. For those of you that don't know Bacon, he's a, he's a glorious-looking individual, so let's, yeah. let's not let uh, DJ Yates deter you. Uh, speaking of the NBA, what's this whole Rodman FBI thing? Oh, Rodman's got his hands in everything. He was over in North well, Korea. He was over in North Korea talking to Hyun Kim, Kim, and something like that. And he's been over here. He's been in the United States and in redneck bars talking about they should adapt his way of thinking. And I don't know about this news story. Who knows? He, Rodman's always got his hands in something. You know, he's like he, he's a cross dresser before. He he did yeah. he dabbled a little cross dressing as well. So maybe he should stick to what he's good at. That's what I'm saying. But uh, um, and then and I think Oklahoma City, OKC. I just think uh, I think they're too strong and they're, they're and they're healthy. There's not there's there's no health concerns there. So I think they, I think they get it done. It, the the ironic thing is that Houston snuck in in the back there, and Houston I think is a better team than an eight seed right now. I think they're playing better than an eight seed. So, but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the the NBA here in the next few weeks because they are in the playoffs, and and that's the time of year when I do like to watch the NBA. I don't pay a, ton, a lot of attention the rest of the year, but that's the time of year I can I can get into some NBA. So uh, we got to take another break here on fourteen fifty. This is the big nasty show. It's fourteen fifty the sports buzz and fourteen fifty the sports buzz dot com. Welcome back to the Big Nasty Show here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. We are um, we're playing. It's a, it's a Friday afternoon. We're 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 trying to get out of this somber mood we're in. The nation is in disarray with all these 
They're not going to keep us down, though, is what I'm saying. They are not going to keep us down. These people, these cowards, they act in the right. night. They, they, they prey on the youth, and they prey on the, the uneducated and all these things. But we're not going to let them keep us down. We're not going to let them keep us down. I'm telling you right now, we're going to break through and conquer. So... Again, it's the Big Nasty Show here on 1450. Uh, I want to talk a little horse racing. We got we got a musical guest that's coming in here real soon. We're gonna we're gonna get them in here and get them all set up in uh, in a minute here. But before we do that, we wanna wanna let you know we got so we got a big racing weekend. This is the last of um, DJ Yates. Do you know where they run the Kentucky Derby? <laughs> I think somewhere in Louisville. It's a hop, skip, and a jump from here is what I'm saying. It's a. Uh, off to grandmother's house we go type of voyage to go to, to get to Churchill Downs. Um, they, as a result of all this, these theatrics that are going on with in all across the country, they have upped the security at Churchill Downs. So check yes. into this, uh, for you, especially you ladies, because uh, apparently you ladies can only have 12 inches. Yeah, and this, <laughs> and this is due to the whole Boston uh, – Incident. And Texas, and that, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's all due uh, but, to the Boston. Maybe, yeah, so no, no coolers, uh, canned drinks. I think uh, it's, 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 it's just just email, just just check it out on Churchill Downs' uh, homepage. They're, they're they're sending it out on it's on at WHAS. The important thing is that women, you can't take those big gaudy purse, purses to the Derby this year. That's the main thing, and you can't have coolers and and things. They'll have them inside. You, will, yeah, you can purchase styrofoam coolers. coolers and such, which is a marketing genius for Churchill Downs. But you cannot take them in with you. And uh, the most important point, like I said, is that women, you cannot take purses bigger than 12 inches long. So that's okay because you've been accused, used to accepting less than 12 inches for your entire life. So uh, anyway, so uh, we do have one last – there is one last race that's, that's going to lead up to the Derby. And we actually have a female – speaking of the purses and stuff, we have a female in this race – that's actually going to try to play spoiler for the Derby because this is the Coolmore Lexington Stakes. It's a, it's a two hundred thousand dollars stake. It's the last, besides the Kentucky Trial, which is uh, the Churchill Downs, which is the Saturday of opening night, is the last potential for them to get in. Um, we have this is the last race. This is Saturday. We'll be, I'll be out there at the Keeneland checking it out. It's supposed to be uh, it's supposed to be beautiful. The weather's supposed to be beautiful. Have you been out to Keeneland, uh, Mister Pyle? Uh yeah, a few times. It's been a while. I mean, I'm, while. when I'm um, in this area, I mean, I typically try to know, go go to Churchill Downs. But cheer, I think yeah. my my dad went there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's lost a, his ass. It's a it's a good it's a good place. Yeah, it's a good place out there. I'm telling you what. But Keeneland is even better. Keeneland is even better. That's all right. We uh, the Keeneland is if you drive pack there, it's a long lane. It's it's azaleas and it's it's spring. It's like the Masters, but it's it's a beautiful place. It's my favorite place to be in Louisville. I just wish it wasn't an hour long drive, but it is a beautiful drive getting out there. But the important thing is, is they've got a huge race this weekend. It's the Coolmore Lexington Stakes. It's a Grade Three, two hundred thousand dollar race. This is for three year olds, of course, because all the three you you have to be three years old to be in the Derby. No older, no younger. It's got to be three years old, which makes it the most prestigious of all races. We have. We have a lot of good horses entered in this race on Saturday, and we're going to talk to. Uh, we actually have Kenny. Kenny McPeak is going to call in on Monday. We're going to talk to him about all his Derby prospects. He has Java's War and uh, Frack Daddy are two of his charges, and he's got the filly that's playing spoiler in this particular race on the outside. Um, the outside post is the he's an eleven hole is pure fun, which is an amazing filly. Kenny McPeak's had that horse ready to go for mm-hmm. a while. 
I've been hearing a lot about this Java's War. What, what's happening? Java's with War that won North? the Bluegrass Stakes last week. That's oh, why okay. Kenny McPeak is is hot. So we're gonna we'd like to get the the hot uh, jockeys and hot trainers on on the show to talk about it because we you know the big nasty show likes to do a little little horse racing talk from time to time. So we like to mix it up here. I again have to apologize today. We um, this horse racing section is brought to you by Nick Stein. Uh, it's nicksteinlaw.com. Uh, it's interesting that I bring him up because he's an injury attorney. And it's a darn good one. Uh, he, he's going to take care of you if you have any kind of car accident, uh, injury. Uh, I don't know if a, if a bomb exploding on you would count or not. I don't know how they get the legal matters would be, but if, if he can figure it out, or if it can be figured out, he can do it. That's Nick Stein Law at nicksteinlaw.com at 948-6000. Uh, they, can get, uh, they can get the job done for you in a, a timely and efficient manager. Put experience on your side. So um, back to this race, we've got... There's, there's a couple big race horses that are running this. You have Gary Stevens up on Sunbeam as a Louisiana bred. We also have Examine, which is a Tom Proctor horse, which Garrett Gomez was on. We had uh, DJ Yates and I talked to Garrett Gomez last week. Uh, what? That was Friday, wasn't it? Last Friday, I think that was. I think so. I can't remember. We have so many uh, great, uh, so many cool guests come on. I, I, I got a tough time figuring out uh, who, who's who's who. So, so um, we have uh, Where's Dynamic is going to be a 21 to shot, but 21 to one shot. But this pure fun is supposed to win this race as a female, and the the, the significance of this is she is going to potentially knock out a few chances to get in the dirt because this is a twenty points race. Uh, but I actually like uh, I like this pick of the litter, this Dale Romans and Jose, and Jesus Castanon horse. He is I play a little golf with Jesus. He's he's quite a golfer too, and it's amazing because you wouldn't think a little man could could golf like that. <laughs> and, and I tell him to I tell him straight up, so he he knows what's up. But you wouldn't think he could. But uh, uh, he's got Dale Romans has got this horse, and Dale Romans is sneaky good at Keeneland on that poly track. So, you see anybody in that horse that you, in, in there that you you want to throw in that you like? Well, I think River Rocks is is, is going to be a long price. There's eleven goers, and if I don't know, if the rain doesn't affect the poly track nearly as much as it does the the turf. So we'll see what happens with that. So anybody I that like, I should I like you know I like to see the Philly win. You like to see the Philly win? Let's do it for the girls. That yeah. type of thing. I, th- well, I think it's, it's their uh, turn. The, the Philly's going to be tough to to beat, and of course, uh, Rosie April Napravnik is up on him, and of course, she is a female, and she's a cute little cutie too. So, um, that's that's pretty interesting. And then before that race, we have um, there's there's a race right before that one, that's uh, it's the Keeneland. Uh, let me see here. What we got? We got so so you like the Philly in that one? You like the Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the race right before that, we have the, the Giants Causeway, which is a sprint race on the turf. And I love uh, April Napravnik in this race. I love her. She's up on Sensitive Lady, or Sensible Lady, pardon me. And I, I think she's going to freak in that race before that. That's the eighth race at Keeneland. So I think uh, that's the one to look at there, too. So yeah, I think you could have a back to back Rosie Napravnik in the two features of the race at Keeneland today, which would be very, very interesting. So. Um, I don't know though. So we, we, I'm going to be out there on Saturday and Sundays, and I'll, I'll I'll keep you posted with that. I'm also going to go out Sunday morning to the backside and check out some workouts because my Derby horse is going to be working out, and uh, I've been mentioning it for weeks now, and I'm going to get, reiterate this from time to time leading up to it. And I hope I, I hope I don't affect the odds too much by touting this horse, <laughs> but I like Normandy Evasion. Javier Castellano is going to be riding him, and I like uh, Chad Brown. I think he's. I think that that horse has had the perfect way to go to get to the Derby so far. And uh, I'm going to go back outside uh, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, Sunday morning, I'm going to go out there on the backside and check it out and see see just how just how he runs. So uh, we'll, we'll play it by ear from there. So I'm gonna I'm actually going to scoot off to a break here. We've got some uh, we've got some interesting uh, guests in the studio, and they're going to come in here and they're going to get set up here 
in a minute and play us a few songs, and we're gonna we're gonna find out about them. We got the Risky Whiskey Riders gonna be joining you on the flip side of the break here on 1450 I'm very pleased to announce I've got a few friends of mine decided to stop in today. Um, if you're local, you, you may know who these guys are, but if you're national or you're listening in all across the country or anywhere else on 1450thesportsbuzz.com and Yahoo Sports Radio, let me please be the first to introduce you to the Whiskey Riders.
All right. Thanks, guys. Mm. Thank you so much for uh, coming in and having a little fun with us here today. Again, that's the Whiskey Riders. They're uh, they're not far from here, uh, New Albany, essentially Louisville, New Albany. It's the one guys from Louisville. The rest of them from New Albany. So. We got one dude in the band from uh, from Louisville. Yeah, go, do me a favor. Start from you and work your way around and introduce yourselves and what your uh, what your role is in this particular gig. Well, uh, my name is Johnny. People call me Johnny Blaze, and uh, I sing and play guitar. Uh, my name is Gerald. I'm the drummer, and uh, I'm Johnny Number Two. Uh, play banjo and play guitar as well. And we got another guy uh, in the band. Uh, we call him Bones, Chris Armstrong. Bones couldn't be here today. With nah, us. he's got some work stuff going on in Alabama. Down in Alabama. Alabama. Couldn't make it today. Now, you guys all from originally from New Albany? Nope. Nope. Oh, no. So tell me, uh, tell me uh, we'll start with you. Well, there's two Johnnies here, so I'm just going to point and say Johnny. So you, Johnny, on uh, the vo- lead vocals on that song uh, and guitar, yep. uh, where, whereabouts are you from, and, and uh, when did you get to this area? Uh, born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky, and... Uh, uh, you know, Louisville and New Albany, they kind of, the, the scenes mesh well together. You know, there's people that come from Indiana to Louisville to come to shows and vice versa. And that's where I met these guys from. There you go. Yeah. It's, for those of these people that don't live in the area, it's been it's been endearingly dubbed Kentuckiana, yep. which is kind of all the same thing. Uh, as I, met, I met Gerald through, through New Albany friends and the New Albany, and we, we, we've known each other yeah. for a while. Uh, I did that sort of transformation of the two as well. So I, I spent a lot of years, when the bridge was down, I was coming back and forth doing all that stuff. So, uh, and Gerald, uh, give, him a, give him a little bit about yourself there, buddy. Uh, I'm not really from around these parts originally at all. I was born in California, but I moved here because of family. Um, I went to Ball State and graduated in 2006. Um, I moved here to New Albany for a girlfriend. What's the Ball State uh, mascot? Uh, Balls, right? No, you know what? It's a cardinal, isn't it? It's a, but I think it is the Ball State Cardinals. Yeah, it's cardinal. DJ, you know that it's the Ball State. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Uh, give me a favor, gentlemen. Thanks, uh, thanks to DJ Yates in the booth for making everything hey, sound. Thanks, man. He's hey, thanks our engineer, DJ Yates. Yates. You're the man. The he's also he's us. also the recipient of our NCAA college basketball bracket. And if you on the way out, you see that bad boy refrigerator, refrigerator and Fender. There's a Fender monster guitar out there. Oh. Yeah, that's the kind of prize packs we do over here on the Big Nasty Show. So, uh, and then uh, John number two, yeah. uh, sitting to my immediate left here. Uh, all of these guys are decked out in the uh, proper attire. They had to, brought their milk with them. <laughs> we, we, le- we learned a little something today about uh, cookies about and milk. The cookies and milk. So, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, John. Uh, see, I uh, was born in Indiana, actually at home, but I spent first uh, seven years of my life on an Indian reservation, in North Dakota. Okay, Long I could see I could see a little. Uh, is yeah. it your mom's side? My mom. There you go. There you go. So, oh, man, look at you. And then, so, uh, got that. and then I came back to Indiana, and uh, where I've been. So since. you guys have, uh, you know, you started to stir a little buzz over here in New Albany, from what I hear, and that's how, that's why we've got you on because that's I, that's what I'm trying to do as well. <laughs> I, I try to have local talent on to to sort of get their name out there as well. And we'll and uh, if anybody wants to call in and chit chat with us, we can call in the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. It's fourteen three eight four fourteen fifty. You can call uh, anytime and you can chat with the Whiskey Riders if you'd like. Have any questions for them yeah, uh, yeah. or me if you want to talk to me. I don't know why anybody <laughs> would want to talk to me, but uh, <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, so you guys, uh, how long has this been going on? Well, uh, it's a it's a long, it's convoluted weird. story. But well, you can give me the give me the cut the cut cut and paste in the in the current incarnation. The Whiskey Riders have been around since uh, last January, I believe. Yep, we yeah. just got yep. together and uh, just uh, started playing some uh, music together. Uh, actually, me and uh, other Johnny and Bones, we actually played another band together previously to this band. And, and Bones is the bass player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bones yeah. plays the bass, so. 
Um, okay, that's cool. And then from there? We ended up getting drunk a lot together and we happened to have guitars yeah. around and hey, we ended up making some music. That's kind of how it goes. I like, I, I like drinking. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about that. We were talking, he got a, he, uh, DJ won the engineering. He won the, uh, bracket challenge we had and he we the one of the prizes was actual Budweiser refrigerator but it's a dispenser. Oh, it's like beer can oh, it's yeah. a dispenser. Yeah. So you like, awesome. you know you pull one just like the old Coke machine, you know, pull one <laughs> and it comes out. So so we're gonna we're I just gonna, had a question for him. Did you buy the uh, St. Louis Kool Aid? Did you drink the St. Louis Kool Aid on that one? <laughs> or did you uh, have him going out to Oregon? Oh no, he had, no he, that's he, right. Oregon he, didn't he had, beat St. He's, St. A, Louis, he's yeah. a hardcore Lowell fan. Yeah. He's a hardcore Louisville fan, so he. Yeah. Well, everybody loves St. Louis in the yeah. tournament. Oh, I you know. know. They were picking I, St. Louis know. to even beat us. Well, to go to the Final Four, it, and they make a second uh, round. Yeah, I, I did have them. I had St. Louis losing to us in the Sweet Sixteen. Sweet Sixteen, whatever. That uh, was no, in, yeah. he said he had he had he had, him, had him losing in the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, there so. you go. That's that's close <laughs> enough. Better than better <laughs> yeah. than Digger Phelps. So uh, <laughs> so we uh, yeah it was was uh, we were slugging it out. I had Duke beating Louisville, which is not very popular oh, in these parts. Yeah. But are you guys all U of L UK or indifferent? Uh, they're U of L fans because I'm a U of L fan. They're oh, so pretty you're, much uh, indifferent to the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, he said so. uh, Gerald said you were you were pretty hard. You were the the, the sports guy. Uh, in the, in the, the, the only sports we really get into is drunken darts, beer pool, pong, beer pong. I like yeah. ladies that's, volleyball. That's <laughs> <laughs> we I got hey, I got the inside look at ladies volleyball. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you awesome. what. They uh, somebody designed these shorts not too long ago, and they're uh, you know. I'm yeah. just saying that's the, that's what makes it good to watch. So, um, so uh, what was the name? What was the name of that first tune that you just threw at us? Uh, that song was called "The Time Bandit." The Time Bandit. Yeah, that's nice. I like I like the banjo. I like the banjo effect. That's I would. I, I told you all to bring acoustics, and you you brought a banjo in. Yeah. I have to apologize. I don't have the proper uh, gig stands here for oh, all. Cool. I've that's got I've cool. got four of them at the house, but I had to bring the prize packs and everything else today. We're so the, used to not having the right equipment. Yeah, we don't even have that. Yeah, that that song is actually. I mean. Because to be honest with you, our main sound is like a uh, southern rock. Uh, we like, like to heavier, bring it hard. Yeah, we yeah. like. Oh yeah, I know, I've heard. I've, I, that's I wouldn't have had you guys on if I had not uh, proofed the the material. And I I, I dig it. I, unfortunately, I haven't had had yet to have a, an opportunity to catch you guys live. Um, when would uh when would myself or any of the listeners have, uh, when do we get the next opportunity to, to well, our, witness this? Our next show in town uh, is April twenty sixth. Okay, um, but it's a, a secret show. Shh. Oh, it's part of the Louisville Secret Show. Okay, uh, so uh, DJ, would you dump that, please? And, and we, <laughs> no, no. we uh, apparently there's a show somewhere in the near future in April. Yep. We'll just leave it at that. How yep. about that? So, yep. um, check out our page. Okay, yeah, well, and, we yeah. got a web page. Yeah, tell them about that. Thewhiskeywriters.com. And you can find you can find these guys on Facebook too. We're on right? Facebook. Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter. We don't tweet or anything. Well, I don't but tweet if you want to have an empty Twitter, <laughs> like I have before. I'm, I'm <laughs> I do the I do the tweeting stuff as well, but I don't know, really know. I still am confused by the whole tweeting. Like you can't put too many yeah, words. 140 characters or less. Is that what it is? Yep. We'll see. Then you're a, you're an authority compared to me. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm well, confused uh, by the internet. We we have to work our way towards another break. Can you guys sort of take us to a break with a? Do you have a couple more songs? We'll do yeah. one here yeah. for you. So give me a little lead up. Go ahead and get your stuff ready and. Uh, uh, we're uh, this is I'm hanging out here in the studio with uh, the Whiskey Rivers or Whiskey River Whiskey Riders. <laughs> hey, that's a good it's Willie a, Nelson hey, either song. Either way, as long as, 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 as long as there's whiskey involved, that's all that matters. So, yep. uh, uh, well, give us a little uh, little preview as to what we're getting ready to hear here, guys. Uh, this is the first song that we wrote um, together as the four of us. Uh, it's called Sunshine, and it's basically about uh, making deals with the devil. Okay, so who um, is it? Uh, collaboration on everything now? Is it kind of try to? Well, you have an idea and. 
We're still you know, growing and evolving as a band. Of course. Yeah, well, that's, we're still you know, looking for our sound identity, just like anybody. You know, that's got four, you have four people in a conversation. It's tough to not interrupt once in a while, and it's tough to, to, to let the, let it, everything sort of work itself. Sometimes it's best to just kind of let it all happen. So uh, once again, we're, we're hanging out with the Whiskey Riders over here at Station, and this is 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450com And what's the name of this one? This is uh, Sunshine. Sunshine. Ooh, excuse me.
we'll be right back on uh, 1450, the Sports Buzz, Big Nasty Show. Come get you. just tuned into the last segment your ears are tickling just like mine are and again i've got loose pants on thank god for that <laughs> but uh we're just hanging here we're, we're, we're sipping on some milk is yeah. what we're doing here with some the whiskey milk. i don't know I, dj yates i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to finish the show i've got a little i got a little, I got some gifts and they get me some of that milk good lord have mercy <laughs> uh, oh wow so be careful they'll get us in trouble the fcc will they don't want to they don't want to know that kind of party we're having so Anyway, we're over here at the we're over here hanging out with the whiskey riders. Thanks again for coming in and and uh, d- making my ears feel delicious today. Thanks for so, having so, us. Yeah, my pleasure. So, uh, tell us again where we can find you guys, and then we got a few questions here for you guys. Uh, I know you got the Facebook covered mm-hmm. and the Twitter, yep. but we don't tweet. Right. No. Okay. No well, tweeting. On the same. I'm in the same boats. Thewhiskeywriters.com, and you can find us on Reverb Nation. Reverb Nation's a pretty cool. That's a pretty yeah. cool little setup. Yep. So. Still old stuff. We don't have any of our new stuff on Reverb Nation yet, but uh, you working on some new stuff right now? Well, we just uh, we just got done with uh, debut album. Self produced oh. it, wrote the songs, engineered it, recorded it, nice, mixed it. We're gonna no, master it. Where's the uh, where's home base at? Where's the where's your where's where's Bare it all? Studios. Barebone Studios. Yeah. Yeah. Sellersburg, Indiana. It's yep. a studio right yeah. now, but right now it's in, in Sellersburg in someone's garage. I've been you saying say that floating, the, uh, oh, I gotcha. the studio's in your heart. It's not the building where <laughs> oh, no, you're at. The studio's like, right there. Sure, you know, if you're anything like me, uh, that's why I've got uh, DJ out here making everything sound good because I don't know. I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's when we're playing live. It's like, man, just set me up. Just set me up and let me, you know. But, you know, maybe one day you'll be there. And that's, right. that's what it's really all about. Yep. So, um, so, and then there's, there's talk. There's allegations of a, a gig coming up in April. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 26th. The 26th oh, but, but, secret show. We're going to be playing with uh, Diver Bird, the Toonsmiths, and Iron Bells. Oh, I know. The, t- the Toonsmiths are actually going to be coming and chatting with yeah. us. Yeah, they're soon. cool. They're cool. Uh, Bryce, yeah. Bryce is uh, – I know Bryce. I worked with Bryce for a bit. So they're going to be – yeah, they're, uh, one of these Mondays they're going to be coming in and – and doing just what you guys were gracious enough to do awesome. for us. So let's talk a little college basketball. Uh, apparently, oh, uh, let's uh, please do that. Apparently, <laughs> let's please do that. Gotta, step gotta, back from the microphone. Here. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to have to step back here. But uh, we, the, you two, we might have new friends here. DJ Yates is a hardcore, and I see you've got your national championship shirt on, yep, too. Yep, had to do I, it. I caught a glimpse of that shirt when he walked into the oh studio earlier, and I thought it was pretty awesome. And hey, our, thanks, man. The, the, the person who's in charge of all of this is also a L fan, so uh, you'll probably be well, you're welcome back already. But oh. I'm sure you'll be welcome back awesome. again. So, so tell me about you said you you actually got a chance to go down there right yep had to uh mortgage my kidneys uh to get a ticket but uh yeah uh me and uh, my brothers uh we went down to atlanta made a time out of it actually i stayed at uh, my buddy will's house i think he's listening will and diane thanks for uh, being in town yeah but uh yeah i went down there and um you know got my drink on and stuff and got to the stadium and everything was awesome about the whole experience but they didn't sell beer in the Georgia Dome. I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that. Well, well that seems kind of silly. You pay yeah. $500 for a ticket or yeah. whatever, whatever. And as a L fan, we are we are expecting such, you know, luxuries such as <laughs> being able to drink beer at the stadium. But now, and stone cold you, sober. Did you have your Oh, you didn't have your milk with you? No. No, because they were they were winding people down and everything. So let me ask you this: uh, for those of you that are listening, we're, we're chatting with the whiskey riders here from New Albany, Louisville, New Albany. Um, 
we were talking about milk. We've referenced it a few times, but we are in fact not talking about milk. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, lactose, I'm lactose intolerant. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, so but what, this is code apparently. Uh, what I've assessed is that it's uh, for for spirits and, and whiskey. So, yep. um, if we could have any bourbon, uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me put you all three individually on the spot. If you could have your choice of bourbon, how would you have it, and what bourbon would it be? Mm. Since you are the whiskey riders, mm. tough question. Well, I would think uh, body shots out of Selma Hayek. Oh, yeah. but what, and, what, and what and what kind of bourbon? Oh, at that point, any of it. <laughs> it's, it's less. She she is a fine. Oh, she yeah. is a fine. She is a fine specimen. You can That's put all you can put old crow in there. It'll taste like Maker's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> special talent. Uh, I, uh, so, Gerald? Personally, I'm partial to Blanton's. I, ooh, mm, I like that. That makes two of us. That's I, I, I doubt two Blanton's? Huh? Two Blanton's. Okay. That's any any right particular... There. I know you just recently are hitched, so you got to be careful with yeah, this yeah. next part of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I you... like mine out of a shot glass Oh, with no women around. <laughs> in, in case she is listening, I drink alone. Uh, of course, well, you drink with, with your bandmates, else. but alone when you're. <laughs> of course, uh, so yeah, she's good. She's good people. So even, I'm sure uh, you can shout out to her if you want to. So what's up, baby? Amber <laughs> Banana Fish, best tattoo artist in Louisville. Best Ooh-hoo! tattoo artist in yeah. Louisville. Yeah, where's she doing her work at now? Um, she's doing she... work out of Prophecy Inc. It's on Baxter Avenue. Oh, Baxter, yeah, that's it. That's good work, man. It's a really nice yeah, shop. Yeah, absolutely. So stop by and see him there, too. So. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, of yeah, course. Blanton's Highball Blanton's Glass, again, two, two, uh, two ice cubes. Two, that's how I like it. Man, I ain't okay. never seen you drink no highball with two ice cubes. Uh-oh, what are you uh-oh. talking about? We're not, like, we can't <laughs> Every time you're around, all we're drinking is cheap whiskey. Well, <laughs> you know. Hey, wish hey, you guys are musicians. Yeah. You guys are musicians. There ain't no, there ain't no budget for... He, said, uh, what do you, he didn't say what do you Oh, drink. your preference. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. There is no budget for top shelf list whiskey. We know better than that. He said what do so you what's drink? In the, so, what's, so what's in the milk jug? Uh, we got some VOB, Old Barton. Give it up for Old Barton right Old there. Barton, so. $13 for a four-gallon jug. Two hands to lift it. Can't uh, do no uh, wrong with that. Four-gallon, they don't even call that. That's a, that's, what do they call the next step above a handle? Uh, awesome. Jug. Hospital. Yeah. Jug. A <laughs> hospital <laughs> visit. Hospital visit. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so we, got to, we have the one tour date that I heard of. Um, have you guys ever been out? And did like a well, actually, once we uh, finish this record, actually, it's going to be called Here to Burn, which is going to be out in June. Okay, 2013. So are you still, still polishing it now, or are you? Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're in the mastering stage yep. of the game. Yep. That's cool. And again, what was the title? Here to Burn. Here to Burn. So kind nice. of a double entendre. Yes. Yeah, um, does that have any significance either? Uh, Remember, it's you an know, adult program now. So. Do you want the existential <laughs> definition of it? I can figure out what people mean when they say here like, to burn. What I, <laughs> what I think of when I hear it is that like, we are here as a catalyst to get things started, get some fire started. Get I like thinking it. About I like it. So, and that one song was talking, I heard a couple of lyrics in that first or second song. Uh, about the campfire and stuff like that. So you guys yeah. get a chance to do. That's kind of like where my roots are. I'm from central Pennsylvania up north, and I'm mo- mountain man, mountain country. Wouldn't, cool. wouldn't, I've got my – I have to work because radio is not, <laughs> radio's not real lucrative. I don't normally dress like this. So I feel uh, – thank God I'm not in the videos. But uh, anyway, so that's kind of my roots too, the mountains and the campfire and the bonfires. and um, that's cool. it's uh That's kind of where the, the music that I play has come from. So I don't know if that's yeah, kind of along the lines where you guys are up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so – 
And that's a that's an interesting the drum the way you have there you can the setup that you guys brought over here you can you can campfire that up. Oh know? yeah. So we actually uh, we did we did we just got back from the gorge we went on a, a big camping trip to Red River Gorge uh, yeah. last weekend where we partied actually, and played some music and stuff it was real cool. Yeah, our mutual one of our mutual friends was uh, telling me he had to hear the first couple tracks or the unmastered. Yeah, yeah played the whole record the, for him. Yeah, yep. up in the mountains yep. he said it was. Yeah, yep. so uh, we uh, we have to, you guys will have to let me know when when that's uh, available. Maybe I can maybe I can trade you for the shot glass for a copy of that or something. Oh, so, no. <laughs> Hold on to that shot glass. <laughs> Just, it's a Jameson shot glass with a sticker on it yeah, anyway. No, I, I, hey, hey, I'm telling you, wait, wait, wait till you see my business cards. You'll see how I roll. <laughs> so, but uh, again, this is the Whiskey Riders uh, from Louisville here, and they're going to be they got a new album out, and the title again was Here, here to Burn. Burn. It's uh, when do you think roughly, give or take? End of June. Yep. End of June. So, uh, so if I was to see, uh, uh, ask you guys, uh, can I? Can you conjure up another song possibly for me? Yeah, I think we, we could do one. Like a, get in our bag of tricks and whip something out for you. Yeah. Do you? Uh, so before we do that, let's. Uh, do you got anything else you want to talk to the the kids about? That you want to get out there? Well, uh, I want to give a shout out to my lady Maggie Sprigler. And, there you uh, go. Please. I'd like to give a shout out to my lady as well, Melissa Beasel. Because uh, you know Gerald uh, gave a shout out to Amber, and I don't want to hear about it later. We give shouts out to the ladies on this uh, station all the time. Uh, this is fourteen fifty and fourteen fifty thesportsbuzz.com. We're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and get these guys to to strap them on here for you. Not literally <laughs> strap them on, but you know what I'm saying. No pun intended. Uh, and uh, give me a little give me a little uh, prelude to what this one's all about. How how'd this come about? How'd this come about? And- All right, well, uh, this song right here is called Shotgun Sisters, and um, it's uh, written about, uh, I guess, uh, just being poor, just being poor and I doing know. whatever it takes. To- I know I know about being poor, but before you get to this song, speaking of being poor, uh, uh, this little segment today and hanging out with the Whiskey Riders has been brought to you by Envoy uh, Mortgage. If you are poor, you can. this is the place where you go to get refinanced. <laughs> you, get awesome. to, you get refinanced, you get a, a, new, a new mortgage, you're going to get your debt and stuff. In line, if you guys have any trouble, give give Glenn Smith a call. It's Envoy Mortgage at seven three six one one six zero, and uh, you can go get them reach him at envoymortgage.com. And that's, again, that's Glenn Smith. That's a national mortgage company local here to Louisville. So we're gonna do uh, we're gonna get to a break here, but we're gonna let uh, we're gonna graciously let the or allow them or will you allow me to listen <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, we're gonna let the whiskey riders take us to the next break, and I wanted to thank you guys for coming in. And spend a little of your afternoon. I know you got a lot of stuff going on with the yeah. new album, and and uh, April twenty sixth, uh, April twenty sixth apparently is going to be the new uh, the new situation and uh, the new gig. Is, but it's a secret, so don't tell anybody. Secret yep. DJ, we got it. We got it lipped. We got it. Secret? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, so we're I'll good. I'll erase there. that from the record. Okay, it's erased <laughs> from the record. So uh, anyway, so this is the Whiskey Riders. They're going to play. Uh, the name of this song is what again, guys? Shotgun Sisters. Yeah. And, and before we play it, I just want to say, you know, we do get our drink on, but uh, we don't advocate. Drinking and driving. Yeah. Well, so if no, you're out there, whiskey riding, not whiskey driving. Yeah. So, Ride and, safe out and, there. And, and that's the same way I am. I, but I usually have a chauffeur because you know how I roll. So, <laughs> you know how yeah, so it won't be. It won't be long. You guys will be. It won't be. Yeah, again, no drinking and driving. Again, pleasure to have you guys in. Uh, anytime you want to come by it before uh, you go on a tour or anything like that, uh, please let me know. Uh, stop in. We'll we'll do this again. It's been a lot of fun. So uh, again, whiskey riders. Yeah. Thanks for local, us. You got it.
Right back on 1450 The Sports Buzz and The Big Nasty Show. Come get you some. Lovely girl, won't you stay? Won't you stay? Stay with me. All my life I was blind. I was blind. Now I see. Lovely girl, won't you stay? Won't you stay? Stay with me. All my life I was blind. I was blind. Now I see. Oh, yes. What a pleasure that was, man. That was the first time you had a chance to hear those guys, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I tell you I, what. I, I'll tell you what. I was, I was very, very, very impressed. I'm telling you. That was, that was good stuff, man. I was man. quite impressed. Picking. DJ, I saw you uh, tapping your foot there a little bit, uh, tapping your hand. That's not, that's yeah, not a that's bad thing. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They, I, I wasn't sure how. I was a little apprehensive because they are like 
their their message is better received with the distortion, the martial amps, and the and the, you know, the big beef. But I, but that that the way they did it. Yeah, today, but I'll tell you what. I mean, that sounded really, really, really nice. I, I tell really you, yeah, nice. I was really impressed. I like the acoustical, acoustical version. Yeah, so um, it's a good time to be a still a good time to be a Louisville native or a Louisville citizen. Uh, we've got what's going on. We got the, tomorrow night. We got a big big festival. Thunder over festivus. Louisville, the pre Kentucky Derby. So let me ask you, uh, let me ask you, sir. How how do you take in the Derby? Or taking the Derby festivities, more importantly, Thunder over Louisville. Do you have a, a ritual, or do you just play it by ear? Well, you know, growing up, I mean, I grew up around here. Uh, you know, I went to Churchill Downs here and there, um, you know, for the Derby. But, you know, I like I like all the Derby parties. Yeah, that's I good. love the Derby parties. The brown, you like the, the big ones? You like to like to spiff it up, dress yeah. it up? It's nice to it's nice yeah. to put some nice clothes on. Once yeah, on. yeah. You know, it's 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 nice to go. You know, to actually go to the Derby. But yeah. then again, I you know there it's still lots of fun not to go to the Derby yeah. and just go to like a Derby party just around the city somewhere. It's a pretty it's a pretty fun yeah. time to be. It's pretty pretty fun time to live in these parts for sure. So um, we've got. Uh, of course, then two weeks from Thunder over Louisville, for those of you that aren't living in the area, Thunder over Louisville is a huge fireworks display they put on uh, off the new bridges. Uh, I haven't any any word yet if they're going to put them off the new bridge. DJ Yates, did you hear anything about that, buddy? Do you hear if they're going to put fireworks off the new walking bridge this year? I haven't heard. Well, I, I doubt it. But I, I was actually yeah, – I've been wondering if it's going to be open for – you know, people to actually sit, like, no. be there. And, I, know, I doubt stand that. On I doubt that. While the fireworks are going on, it seems a little dangerous. I don't know. I mean, people, there's a. De- I think there's a decent enough separation. There is. There is. But uh, but they put they they put them off all, all all the bridges over there. So and then they have them on barges too. So I don't mm. know. It's they, they don't have the the big uh, they don't have the big military vehicles. The big vil- military guys are in. Uh, they don't have them in town this year. So there's not going to be. And it looks like the weather might be a little chilly. Yeah, hopefully, never, hopefully it doesn't is, rain. Which is never good. So, um, I have to re- visit some more somber notes. And I don't know that you two boys, uh, how old you guys are, have uh, a lot of memories of, of this guy. But uh, uh, broadcast journalism, broadcast icon Pat Summerall had passed away this weekend uh, from 82 years old from cardiac arrest. He passed uh-huh. away. Uh, he he, he uh, actually. Uh, he passed away in the hospital. He just got they got him to the hospital, and then he actually passed at uh, Texas Southwestern Medical uh, Facility. Um, I can remember his master's calls. I can remember him working with John Madden, is what most people are familiar with. Uh, he's done some voice work for the Madden games, the video games that were of such popularity. Um, Eighty-two years old. That's uh, that's kind of young. It's kind of young in the big picture. Um, I, I hope that. The way I eat and the way I take care of myself, I hope that I am still alive at eighty-two. I I doubt I would be. Are you are you a man that eats well? Are you do you eat well? Or are you? I eat very well. Okay, DJ you know, Yates. Not... I know I've seen some of the things that you. I've seen some of your diet. So I try to eat fairly healthy. I I don't succeed all the time. But... <laughs> I I I'd never succeed. But that's what happens when you keep the schedule I keep, and you are also broke. It makes it very difficult <laughs> to eat. It, it makes it very difficult to eat healthy. So. Um, but anyway, I, I just wanted to. He was. He possibly was the. He just had this soothing voice. If I could be half. If I had half of the radio voice or half of the voice that Summerall had, uh, I would be doing well. But he is. Uh, he needs to be saluted. He. It's, he. He covered uh, sixteen Super Bowls, the Masters and the U.S. Opens religiously, tennis tournaments, 
and he was one of the best. He was he was one of the best. And Madden said that he was his best co-host of all the whole time that he was broadcasting, the best of all. So um, salute the family and uh, salute the, all, all the all the people that ever worked with with Pat Summerall. He was a good good man, and he was one of the best ever. So um, did you see that uh, Robert Downey Jr. just got paid? He got paid to do another uh, Avengers movie. Take a guess. Either one of you can guess this. Uh, well, I saw it already. You so. saw it already, so you can't. So what? How much is he, he being got paid? paid? He got paid. Uh, this it wasn't exact, but it was an estimate for his services on the new Avengers movie. Just a random guess. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say thirty-four million. A reasonable guess. A little bit more than that. Fifty million. He got paid. So that's a salute. Getting paid section there. Uh, he's the Iron Man character. You know, yeah. he made that. He, uh, I didn't really think that much of those movies, but man, some people just love them. They love those Iron Man characters. So, um, but anyway, so so Robert Downey Jr. got completely completely paid. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Want to talk about the, want to talk about the Derby entrance? Let's, let's hit the Derby entrance real quick here because we uh, there, we've got what two weeks as of tomorrow until the first Saturday of May. We've got the Oaks on that Friday. We have. Uh, let me see where we're st- we're at with the standings because, like I said, there's one more prep race, and that's the Lexington Coolmore Stakes, which is mm-hmm. on Saturday. We'll, I'll be out there, and then we have. Uh, t- I'm going to give you the top ten just for starters here in the Kentucky Derby point standing. We have Orb is number one at 150 points. Now they're saying that that the first 20 get in, so right now that cutoff is right around 30 points with this new point system they did. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but they put together Darren Rogers and. and uh, Travers and and John Asher put together a championship series point system this year to make it a little easier, make kind of uh, sort of I don't want to say dumb it down, but make it more uh, attainable for the masses. And they're saying that thirty points will get you in this year, and it looks like that's going to be the case. The top ten horses are as follows: Orb is number one for Suge McGahee at one hundred and fifty points. Verrazano is uh, Verrazano is uh, at. 150 points. Golden Sense, which is Patino's horse. Yes, Rick and that's Patino's the horse. one I love. You like that? Do you like this yes. horse? He looked well last time out uh, in the Santa Anita. Santa Anita. He won that one. He won the Santa Anita Derby. Um, he got he he won pretty pretty impressively too. Uh, it's Doug O'Neill is the trainer on that one. He's the third spot. Java's War, who just won the aforementioned uh, Bluegrass Stakes, is at 122 points. That's Kenny McPeak, who's going to be on Monday's show. We're going to talk to him a little bit about both Java's Rule and Frack Daddy. I'm also going to talk to him in the paddock on Saturday about his uh, horse in the, the Pure Fun, which is in the Coolmore Lexington Stakes, a good play spoiler that we talked about. Uh, over Analyze, who's supposed to be a freak, is uh, and is a freak, is Todd Pletcher's choice. He has two horses that both have 110 points. Over Analyze and Revolutionary, they're both going to get in. Um, I have uh, Lines of Battle and Vijek are next in line. And then It's My Lucky Day, Black Onyx. Governor Charlie and Palace Malice are all in at 50 points, and they're in. They're going to be in the Derby. And then my horse has 44 points, and it's the horse that I like to win the Derby. And uh, I've said it here a couple of times, and, and I'll say it again. This is uh, Normandy Evasion is the horse I like to win the Derby this year. I think he's going to come from off the pace, which will be a hot, fairly hot pace. There's a lot of big horses running in there. So um, uh, Normandy Invasion comes from off the pace to win the Derby this year. That's my take. So who do you like, Mr. Pyle? Well, you know, I, I like. I think it'd be extra sweet for it to be like a Patino year. A Patino I mean, year? think about it. After, well, after, he, the, after know, the other he, Patino he's year, he's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Remember the other year, the other Patino year. 
that he had prior to the not so good Patino year. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, we all have our yes, I those know. that you have, <laughs> whatever. But um, you know, think about it. Inducted into the Hall of Fame, wins the national championship. Okay, and then what if he? What if his horse wins the Derby? I mean, that would be. That would be wild, unheard of, and you know. You also, as a as speaking from a Louisville athletics perspective, he the Sugar Bowl. They won the Sugar Bowl this year too, which is a huge thing. So yeah, it's been a big year across the board for for the Cardinal fans. And, yeah, and the Cardinal. Yeah, alum. not just for Patino, but U of L in general. And it's Louisville yeah. forever, Cards first. How's that go again, DJ DJ Yates? It's Louisville first, Cards forever. It just sounds better when it, <laughs> it just sounds better when it comes off the, uh, of your tongue, there, David. I I I, I know it. I, so most things do. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> Wow, he's really inspired by the whiskey riders that were in here. They were. I yeah. tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that disc for us. I've got a a couple gifts, DJ. I don't know if you saw that or not. I've got a gift for you that they gave us too. So uh, I per- didn't see that. But yeah, I've got it for I, you. I enjoy gifts. I know <laughs> you just got a whole slew of them. <laughs> it's like Christmas over here for DJ Yates. I mean, we got a van in here that's giving gifts. He's got a, he's got a. Thanks to Saints, he's got this walk cooler and stuff like that. I do want to thank a couple people that I didn't get to today. Uh, first of all, Oxmoor Country Club. Oxmoor Country Club's right in the heart of St. Matthews. You can go out there. Uh, Oxmoor Country Club has got a banquet facility. They take care of business the way you have to take care of it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about this golf package that we have. It's still available. I just found out we've got very few left. This is a uh, play it against sports. You bride played against sports. It's a forty-one thirty-eight hour loop in Louisville. This is a hundred and twenty-five dollar golf package. It includes six courses with cart. You get all six of these courses here. Which will tell me those courses again. Heritage Hill, Glen Mary, Woodhaven Country Club, Jeffersville Elk Lodge and Country Club, Glen Oaks, and Polo Fields. That's too. That's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. I'm telling you right now. But uh, anyway, so we've had a, we've had a great day today. We had. Uh, I want to thank my uh, my associate here, uh, DJ Yates, in the booth, making things sound good. We threw a couple curveballs at him again today. We've got uh, Mr. Mr. Joda. In the booth with us today, sitting in and, and seeing how things go over here at the 1450 Sports Buzz and 1450SportsBuzz.com. I want you to I want to remind you that um, at all times you want to have all your little hooligans spayed and neutered, all of them, <laughs> and that's animals as well. Uh, and always, regardless, you want to keep it sexy. You have a problem with that? Not at all. That's what I'm saying. Keep it sexy at all times, Louisville. Remember that uh, you can join this party on Mondays and Fridays at 1 to 3 here on the 1450 Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. On Monday, I've got Ken McPeak, bluegrass winning trainer Kenny McPeak, coming in to talk derby and everything else with me. Thanks again to the Whiskey Riders for stopping by and chatting and singing with us. Uh, and if you're driving around in your car, turn on 1450 AM because if it's not this show, it's one of these shows, and they're all bad to the bone. So come get some. Thanks for joining us on The Big Nasty Show on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com.